0: Health Savings News is brought to you by DD Meds. Ever since DD Meds was founded 25 years ago, all the information on the website has been free. In the beginning, there were only two part-time employees. Now we have a staff of 30. When we started, we only had information on pharmaceutical patient assistance programs. Now we have information on 40,000 programs covering over a dozen different types of assistance. We've gone from having 100 visitors a day to the website 10 to 15,000 hits now. In the past, we have been able to cover our operating costs, but this year has been different. We've experienced some unexpected expenses due to our hosts going out of business. It became necessary for us to update our entire data system and website. This update will give our site visitors a much-needed comprehensive search experience. As a result, for the first time in our 25-year history, we are facing an operational deficit in 2022. Needy Meds has always strived to pay a living wage, and we have not had to lay anybody off during the pandemic. We are asking for your help to help us continue what we do, as well as adding information that we provide. We have big plans for the future, but to accomplish them, we need your help. Please consider making a donation at NeedyMeds.org. You can also check our blog at blog.needymeds.org for transcripts of all of our podcasts, Recent blogs include an entry observing National Immunization Month, which just ended in August, as well as a blog for National Health Centers Week, which, while over, is relevant to today's episode topic. Thank you again for listening. A podcast about healthcare costs in America and how to save money on the often expensive care all kinds of people need. I'm your host Evan O'Connor, joined by retired doctors Rich Sagel and Mike Woods. Each episode, we discuss healthcare costs in America, offer tips for saving money, and relevant news that affects and reflects the expensive landscape of healthcare in America. Uh, today's topic is free clinics and other low-cost healthcare options. As healthcare has become more and more expensive, the need for low-cost healthcare has increased. Many people living in more rural parts of the country have very limited number of options to see a doctor, and depending on their insurance status, the number of available in-network doctors can be even lower many people do not regularly see their doctor, only seeking health care when more serious condition arises. It can be a stressful situation to be uninsured and have an unforeseen medical problem come up, especially during the ongoing pandemic. We've mentioned before that Needymeds Meds has inf- information on tens of thousands of free, low-cost, and sliding-scale clinics that offer a wide variety of health care services.
1: Long ago, when we had first started Needymeds, Meds, we would get calls from people Who said My medicine is on the PAP. I meet all the qualifications, but I can't afford to see a doctor, so I can't get the prescription, so I can't apply. They wanted me as a physician to write their script. Obviously, I couldn't do that since they weren't patients. So that's why we started the Free Low-Cost Sliding Scale Database. It's grown over time and now contains over 19,000 clinics. What we're going to do is discuss some of the different types of clinics, the services they provide, and how you can ex- access this medical care. Mike, you want to start?
2: Yeah, I was going to say we've already told you how to save money on prescriptions and by you know shopping around and staying healthy, but today is devoted to the low-cost options for medical care.
1: There are many different types of clinics, and Mike's going to talk about a few of the different ones.
2: But let me start with saying that there are many ways that you can... Um, take advantage of low-cost options. The most common one is specific locations like these low-cost clinics or making arrangements with providers for uh, low-cost medical care. Low-cost options can also include telemedicine, remote monitoring, financial aid to help with the medical expenses, borrowing or buying reduced-cost medical equipment. Let's start, however, with the uh, low-cost clinics. And just remember, a lot of this, although it sounds like it may be for those without health insurance, if you do have high co on your insurance, a lot of this information is valuable to you as well.
1: I should mention before you get started, Mike, that we only list clinics that do offer free, low-cost, or sliding-scale services. There are many clinics that are excellent and provide excellent services, but we don't include them because they don't adjust their fees. I should also mention that if you have a private physician, you may want to talk to him or her. Some of them will take into account your financial situation or come up with payment plans.
2: Yes, it's actually a program that some offer is called Direct Primary Care Providers where they actually uh, will have an arrangement between you and the provider to provide you to a certain level of medical care for a certain price. Uh, Many this just involves preventive care and, and not uh, specialist visits or sick visits. But it is worth asking your provider if they will do that or even searching for providers who do offer that option.
1: One other thing we should clarify before we get into the different types of clinics is the different types of providers. Besides physicians, there are nurse practitioners and physician assistants. These categories of health providers run many clinics, particularly in rural areas. Their training is not as extensive as physicians, but they treat many, many types of um, medical problems.
2: And for the most part, you'll find that their fees are much less. So sometimes seeking out one of these providers will be much less expensive for you.
1: And they're often grouped together and called mid-level providers.
2: There are a few general recommendations that we would like to make as overall things you should think about. Uh, Number one is, we've talked about this before with other things, but shop around. Uh, Not all clinics will charge the same price, so it's sometimes in your best interest to look around and find the lowest priced clinic. The biggest thing that you can do to save money on medical costs is to avoid emergency rooms at all costs unless your situation is urgent or truly life-threatening. Regular care at an emergency room is sometimes 100 times greater than the cost of a clinic visit. And our final overall recommendation is log on to NeedyMeds. We have all the information you could possibly need on looking up locations for low-cost and sliding-scale clinics.
1: Mike is right on that. On the home page, if you go to the healthcare savings tab, you can find the free low-cost sliding-scale clinics, and we do divide them up somewhat into dental clinics, medical clinics, mental health, and substance use disorder, but these clinics provide many, many other services, and we try to list them all for each clinic.
2: So a lot of the, the clinics are based on income, uh, insurance, and health status, and a lot of these clinics are state and federally funded, but the, the biggest advantage for patients is that they cannot turn patients away. You can be seen no matter what your insured status or ability to pay. So and the good news is that a lot of these clinics involve almost all of the services you might need. This can include general primary care, prenatal care, infant care, infant immunizations, prescription drugs, dental care, and in some cases even uh, specialized care for some serious chronic conditions like substance abuse and HIV-AIDS.
1: Our goal is to list every clinic available, and as I said, we have over 19,000 of them with as much information as we can get. Some of the services available, many people may not be aware of. I know from my experience in public health Uh, Many public health departments offer immunizations for people that can't afford them, including expensive ones such as shingles. They may have a well-baby clinic, visiting nurse for newborns, and other services. So it does pay to check your help with your local health department and see what they offer.
2: Each clinic will vary a lot, and some of them will have specific income requirements to allow you to have a low or sliding scale cost for the visit, uh, it will vary by state as well, and you will just need to, have to, you will just need to look into the individual uh, clinic to find out what their criteria are.
1: When we talk about clinics, we want to remind people that the physicians working there generally have the same training as private care physicians, and the service you can get is excellent in many of the clinics. Mike's going to talk about some of the different types, such as the state, federal, training clinics, etc.,
2: one of the recommendations, if one of these is available to you, is uh, many people live close to a teaching hospital or medical center. Uh, most of these will provide free or low-cost care for any patients. Now, the two drawbacks of these clinics are, uh, number one, a lot of times you will be seen primarily by residents who are less experienced providers and because they are still learning the trade, so to speak, uh, the visits are uh, longer. Uh, however, uh, they are usually monitored by an attending physician so that the quality of care is maintained. The The other restriction is obviously you need to be living near a large city uh, or other location that does have one of these large teaching hospitals or medical centers. A lot of times uh, your local hospitals will also have a medical center where you can either negotiate or obtain a low-cost or free health care, and it would just require uh, calling your local hospital or medical center to see if they do indeed uh, provide this type of opportunity.
1: I want to emphasize one point that Mike made: that even though if you go to a teaching facility, you may be your initial encounter may be with a student or a resident, you always have another doctor, a experienced physician looking over their shoulder and monitoring what's going on. So you really get the care of two doctors for the price of one.
2: Planned Parenthood is another form of low-cost or sliding-scale clinic that it's available to uh, women, and it's not just for women who are pregnant. They also offer birth control, testing and treatment for sexually transmitted infections, and routine health care for women. I
0: would like to add that Planned Parenthood also does treat men, does treat sexually transmitted infections in men and women. They're often very accepting healthcare providers for LGBT people, and their intent has always been to help low-income people in need of healthcare.
2: Well, one thing to also think about from a financial point of view, and again, I don't know where this will fit, but... A lot of times, if your income allows it, uh, you can actually apply for Medicaid. The income limits depend according to your state, but if you qualify, it is an excellent uh, form of insurance that will pay for most, if not all, of your medical costs. The current average is for incomes less than 133% of the federal poverty level and many states have even uh, lower requirements in order to obtain Medicaid in that state.
1: Another option for health care that many people don't think about are clinical trials, and I think that's worth mentioning. These are trials of new drugs, and if your diagnosis fits one of these trials, you get medications for free, you get regular checkups, you get all sorts of health care at no cost, plus you're helping study new drugs that may save people's lives and make their lives more pleasant. So it's just something to consider. There is a government website that lists them all, and there are many recruiting agencies that are looking for subjects or volunteers for these programs.
2: Yeah, most of the time you would consider a clinical trial as something as a last choice if, you, if no other treatment options are working, but it is an option if you cannot otherwise afford medical care. The limitations are is that the clinical trials have limited availability. You have to recognize that you, are, that you will be getting an untried treatment, possibly getting the placebo or known treatment, and you'll be exposed to uh, medications whose side effects are unknown. Also, I've also read that uh, not all clinical trials will cover the medical care associated with the trial beyond the cost of the medications and the physicians. There's another consideration when it comes to medical care: is specific populations. Needy Meds has a section that is di- diagnosis-based assistance program, which covers this particular thing, but what this is all about is if you have a specific condition, you can find assistance either through organizations that support people with those conditions, such as the American Cancer Society or American Diabetes Association. So if you have a specific diagnosis, it is very well worth logging on to NeedyMeds and finding if there's something like that specific to your diagnosis. Having families with children with special needs are also a distinct population that there are many resources, both medical and financial, that are available for them.
1: We should also mention telehealth. This is relatively new and has gained popularity because of covid and it is a viable option. Sometimes the prices are a lot less expensive than an an in-office visit. It's appropriate for certain types of problems but others you really need to have a face-to-face evaluation.
2: Yeah, As I always tell people, you you can't really parse a rash over a video feed. Rashes have to be seen, felt, and looked at closely. You may also find that uh, your own primary care provider will offer you that service through patient portals, you may also be able to access your primary care physician either through a secured email or other ways of sending messages back and forth with them. There are indeed the companies that specialize in telemedicine, and it may be that you will end up having to do that if you discover that your primary care or other physicians that you know do not offer that service. Uh, these uh, telepresence or telemedicine visits also work very well for online counseling, and during the time of COVID, when a lot of people were not going out that often to see healthcare providers, online counseling was a, was a godsend for a lot of these people with problems that required counseling. Other ways to save money are hotlines that you can call to have questions answered to know if you can actually avoid going in for a healthcare visit or not. A lot of primary care practices have a after-hours number that you can call uh, to do this as well. A new type of technology is starting to become better utilized and that's home monitoring devices. They allow your providers or specialists to pick up uh, problems in the early phases where they can give you a call and adjust something in your care before it becomes a problem. Some of the more common things are blood glucose monitoring, heart rate monitoring for those with irregular heartbeats, uh, high blood pressure monitoring, and uh, monitoring for breathing difficulty and low oxygen. Some of this equipment is available at lower cost and the devices that are available can be also found on the Needymeds website.
1: One option you have to be aware of and consider carefully is Dr. Google. In other words, looking up on the web to find the cause of your symptoms because those programs always look for the most serious type of problem or diagnosis and cause a lot of concern, unnecessary concern and heartache. You really want to talk to a trained professional who knows what they're doing.
2: I think one of the last things to consider uh, when you're talking about low-cost medical care is Uh, sources of financial aid. So we've discussed ways of finding low-cost treatment, but what happens if you can't find low-cost treatment or uh, have already had care that you can't pay for, then the next final option is financial aid. So one of the things that a lot of people don't realize is that a lot of times uh, medical visit prices are negotiable. Uh, Most providers would rather get paid less than not get paid at all. Uh, and will negotiate the prices. There are also other sources including NeedyMeds uh, that will list sources of financial aid and a lot of insurance companies offer uh, health discount cards where you can save up money in a fund that you can use for emergencies uh, if you exceed your medical budget.
1: Just to summarize what we've talked about NeedyMeds is the best source to find free, low-cost, sliding-scale medical and dental clinics with a list of over 19,000. If you know of one we don't list, please let us know. The way to do that is on the website. And this list is always growing, so please check back if you don't find what you need.
0: The last segment of each episode, we suggest some of the culture, art, entertainment, and social causes we've been engaged with to each other and our listeners. September is National Voter Registration Month, So I'm giving a shout out to Vote411. Launched by the League of Women Voters Education Fund in 2006, Vote411 is committed to ensuring voters have the information they need to successfully participate in every election. Whether it's local, state, or federal, every election is important to ensuring our laws and policies reflect the values and beliefs of our communities. Vote411 has information to verify your voter registration, to register to vote, and to find out what's on your ballot. You can even sign up to be a poll worker. In 2022, 469 members of Congress, 36 governors, and over 6,000 state legislators are up for re election. Deadlines to register vary by state, so be sure you're registered in time to vote. Thank you so much for joining us for this episode of Health Savings News. Please subscribe, rate, and review us on Apple Podcasts, wherever you're listening to the show. It really does help. You can follow at NeedyMeds on Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, LinkedIn, YouTube, and you can follow at Pod, no S at the end of saving, on Twitter for for updates specific to this podcast and send questions, comments, and topic suggestions to podcast at NeedyMeds.org. Our music is composed by Samuel Rulon Miller. His music can be found at musicisadirtyword.bandcamp.com. The Health Savings News podcast is produced by me, Evan O'Connor. All the sources we used in our research can be found in the episode's podcast description on our website or your podcast app of choice. Health Savings News is not intended to substitute for professional, medical, financial, or legal advice. Always seek the advice of a qualified healthcare professional or appropriate professional with any questions. Views expressed on Health Savings News are solely those of the individuals expressing them. Any views expressed do not necessarily represent the views of Health Savings News, other contributors, the media management organization, or staff. Thanks again for listening. We'll see you in two weeks with our next episode.
3: Do you need help affording your prescription medications? Are you a patient advocate or healthcare provider who wants to help your patients afford their healthcare? NeedyMeds is a nonprofit information resource that connects people to programs that will help them afford their medications and other health care costs. Our mission is to educate and empower those seeking affordable health care with a vision of affordable health care for all. We achieve our mission by providing databases of information on patient assistance programs that provide medications at low or no cost for those that qualify. Coupons and rebates for prescription and over-the-counter medications. Free, low-cost, and sliding-scale clinics, searchable by zip code. Recreational camps and retreats, as well as academic scholarships for people of all ages affected by chronic health conditions. nonprofit and state-sponsored programs that provide various forms of direct assistance to patients based on diagnosis, including financial assistance, testing and screenings, assistive technology, durable medical equipment, home or vehicle modifications, travel expenses, lodging, delivered meals or access to a food pantry, home care, child care, service animals, animal assisted therapy, clothing, wigs, scarves, and much more. NeedyMeds also offers a free drug discount card that can be used at over 65,000 participating pharmacies in the United States to save up to 80% on the cash price of your prescriptions. There's no registration or activation, never any personal information is collected, and no restrictions on income or immigration status. The NeedyMeds drug discount card is available as a physical card, a printable version, and a smartphone app. All of our information and the NeedyMeds drug discount card is available for free at NeedyMeds.org or through our toll-free helpline at 1-800-503-6897, open Monday through Friday, 9 a.m. to 5 p.m. Eastern Time. NeedyMeds has been helping patients access and afford their health care for over 20 years. Find assistance for yourself, a patient, or a loved one at NeedyMeds.org or toll-free at 1-800-503-6897. 6897. Needymeds is a 501 C3 national nonprofit organization. You can find our financial information as well as donate to our
2: ongoing work at needymeds.org.